You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. With a flash out of Fordham, they knocked in runs and scored them. The gas house gang was full of fight and nerve. The Redbirds were the rage, the wild horse of the Osage. And Paul and Dizzy were keeping them busy with heat and curves. I'm talking baseball. Baseball. Opening day. Cardinals and Brewers in about uh, half an hour from Milwaukee. This is the Midday Grind, 590 The Fan, 590TheFan.com. Charlie Marlowe, Jim Hewer, Brian Hoffman live at the Schnooks in St. Charles on Harvester Lane. We have the sub sandwiches, the chips, the mojo, Matt Carpenter, Spicy salsa for 2019. And now we're going to go out to our spicy correspondent, Martin Kilcoin, live from Milwaukee, setting the table for opening day 2019. Martin, what's up? Charlie, how are you? Greetings from Miller Park, still Miller Park, although there seems to be a lot of confusion about how long it's going to be Miller Park. But we're getting ready for baseball. 110, first pitch. I think a lot of Cardinal fans anxious to see. I mean, on the list of topics, right, is Fowler going to have the bounce back year? How much of a difference does Goldschmidt make? How good is this team? It is kind of weird. You ask all the players, hey, how good is it going to be? And then I heard a radio interview with some of uh, the Brewers players. With, and it's clearly news. And we love news, of course. I used to have a news talk show back in the day, candidly. Decades. Clearly, it was some news folks interviewing Brewers players, and this is as we're driving around uh, a little bit ago, and they said, so what do you think this year? Going to win the series? And the players like, well, hopefully, <laughs> but we got we got a first one to play here against the Cardinals. So I think there is a lot of genuine excitement, and I think uh, Mosellock and company have kind of said it. Basically, they're out of excuses, and this is the year that they have to get back. Now, I don't know what the consequences are. You fired the manager last year, which, by the way, I did just tweet this out. The, the uh, press box has a listing of all the media activity and says where to go for interviews, et cetera. And then lists Mike Matheny available in the dugout. That's at surprising. Huh. And I said, I, I got to be honest, that would be kind of interesting, but I guess, <laughs> I guess the news has not traveled this far north yet that Mike Schiltz is the manager. So because we have Martin Kilcoin on the phone, I have to ask the preeminent Martin Kilcoin question that you always ask me, which is, you know it, what's the most interesting thing that was said to you in the last couple days? I think the most interesting observation has been how many players have opened, just kind of brought up the topic of how excited they are for Alex Reyes. That the fact that he went through everything he did the last two years, like you'll ask him about the rotation, you ask him about the bullpen, and several times there'll come up people say, I'm just so proud of Alex and everything he's been through. That just kind of came up unsolicited i think in the the room itself i mean nobody cares about media activity but i think it is a more relaxed group uh we saw a little bit of that last year with my shield nobody cares i get it you still got to go out and win games but i think it's it's a good clubhouse and it's an interesting mix because clarity wasn't here on day one last year hudson wasn't here day one last year reyes of course injured or coming back from injury so all those names they've been pumping and hyping for years uh, now that they're all kind of in that room together, it is interesting. And, and Wainwright being the, the fifth starter, the fact that Mike Shields came out and said it, I was talking to Bill DeWitt about just kind of how they handle things. And I said, you know, and I, I didn't 
shouldn't say Mike Matheny, but I said in the past, it feels like Wainwright might have been given a day two start or a day three start. And DeWitt said, well, one thing Schilt is, he's honest to everybody. Whether it's good news or bad news, he tells everybody exactly what the plan is. So seeing Wainwright as sort of a mentor at this point, uh, it, it fascinates me. And so the most interesting thing, though, is a fair question, and as I rambled long enough, I thought about it. It was probably a conversation <laughs> I had Probably a conversation I had with Flaherty about striking up sort of a friendship, quasi-relationship with Bob Gibson. And I said, people compare you a little bit to Carpenter, a little bit to Gibson. And as I'm saying that, I'm kind of reading his face. Like, like does he think this is a really stupid question? Because I may just oh, no. get Carpentered myself in finishing the thought. But he just said, you know, it's an honor to be thought about that way. So I think that, that angle is the most interesting. There you go, Charles. There's your answer. I filled Great a fair amount of time. answer. I love it. <laughs> Martin, we were talking earlier. St. Louis, we all know what opening day is about there. You were in New York last year. You're in Milwaukee. Do you have a, I don't know, a, an appreciation for anybody else nationally on their opening day? Because we couldn't really come up with one that you went, oh, that'd be cool to be there. I thought the Mets was really underwhelming last year. Uh, I mean, we'll see here what the Brewers roll out. It's kind of fun. I was walking around earlier, and this Denali is in, driving in the concourse. And in my head, I'm thinking, who's this, Mike Shannon? It's like some, somebody's driving their car <laughs> 10 feet from the right field gate, and out of the car gets Bob Eucher. Oh, and I'm like, okay, okay. He, he's there, Mike Shannon. He can do this. <laughs> yes, and I thought, after, I all, <laughs> after all these years, I'm like, he finally is literally in the front row. So they've got some tradition here. It doesn't compare, obviously, with the Cardinals, but – you know, Wrigley was fun because I think that was a Sunday nighter a couple of years ago. It's become a tradition, I guess, for the Cardinals to be a road team, and it may be because of their star power. Because we were in Cincinnati one year, New York, Chicago. It feels like they have been, more often than not, Pittsburgh one year. It, it seems like it's become the norm now that they start on the road, and then they get to really be part of two two openers. So, Martin, earlier we were asking each other, the one question mark or what you're most intrigued about watching for the Cardinals in 2019, whether it be starting, pitching, bullpen, outfielders, whatever, and for me it was the outfielders, how they juggle Fowler, Tyler O'Neill, Jose Martinez, Harrison Bader, and depending on all those guys if they're performing well or not. For you, what's the, what's the one facet of the Cardinals this year you're most interested to see how it plays out? Well, if it's interested – and not concerned. I mean, I think concern would be the follow thing because, as we've noted in the past, it kind of mushrooms into something bigger. Hopefully, she'll be able to handle it if he doesn't play well. I mean, my hope is that he does so we don't have to have some sort of soap opera. That can kind of derail a little bit of the good vibes they have. But I think interesting is the bullpen. I think fascinated to see on a given night if if Schultz says, I'm using Hicks in the seventh. I like the matchup here. And then, Reyes pitches the eighth and Miller pitches the ninth. Just the, the bullpen weapons they have, using those guys. I mean, it, it is crazy to look around the room. And Wainwright even said, because every guy here is throwing like 95 plus. He said, well, except for me. And <laughs> seeing these young arms on display, to me, that's the most interesting thing. And, and Wainwright said, I'm trying to think of a team in recent years that had this much young pitching at the same time. And I said, well, you're a Braves guy. What about when they were stacked? He said, yeah, but those guys weren't bringing the heat. Because you did, right. Glavin wasn't necessarily – nobody was on par with this group in terms of the high heat. That, that's probably the area I'm most interested in. 
How about Milwaukee? What, what have you felt about them? What's the feel for them on opening day after having such a great year? Have you gotten a feel for real optimism? Are they cautious with the other teams improving? I think that they feel very confident, and they probably have a slight chip on their shoulder knowing that they did win the division. They did go to Wrigley and win a tie-breaking game, and I sort of forgot, so I was looking looking back the other day. I mean, they really they got to Game 7 of the NLCS, lost at home to the Dodgers, so their theme is really unfinished business. they still got a great lineup, but pitching's an issue. I mean, Chassin's a decent starter, but that really shouldn't be your opening day guy. It's the sixth straight year they've had a different opening day starter, and... We've seen in St. Louis when it went Carpenter, Wainwright, Martinez. You would think there's a guy who kind of takes on that role. So I think pitching's still an issue. But in terms of popularity, I know we asked Lance Allen the other day, Bucks versus Brewers, and the Bucks are really good, but I don't think it's even close. And in terms of the popularity right now, I think it's absolutely uh, Brewers over the Bucks. And this place will be packed. It's become a thing. Brewer baseball for a long time was something you did until the Packers went to training camp. And then everybody just stopped going to the games. But now it's, it's a big deal, and I think their expectations are very high. Well, Martin, enjoy Milwaukee. Get yourself a brat, and then afterwards a nice uh, beer because we're at Schnucks. Ooh, go to and get they, Spotted Cow. Bring back Spotted Cow. They just brought us three fantastic, juicy bratwursts here at the Schnucks in St. Charles on Harvester Lane, and they look fantastic. Well, you should be eating the brat. First of all, it's opening day. I know you're on a diet or whatever. Just understand. It's opening day, but it's, since we're in Milwaukee, you should be brought 100%. Um, this morning we were doing live work where I had the opportunity to be live at 6 a.m. Yeah. And oh, nice. I, I took that opportunity, and we were live <laughs> at Miller Park. And my photographer, Adam Buckeye, said, wait a minute. Are those the famous sausage guys? And I turned around, and the, the sausage race participants were walking around, and uh, I got a nice picture of him. And this is the problem. Jim Hayes and I had a conversation about being funny on Twitter. I said, half of the things I want to say, I can't. And I was just going to send out the picture and say, hey, look, everybody, it's a sausage fest in Milwaukee. But I'm like, you probably, you probably can't say that. So then we just, because the cat was telling me, he said, you know what? You're my guy. Charlie's my guy. But Charlie's funnier on Twitter. And I said, I, Ooh. I agree. Ooh. I'm okay with it. And then Shaper said, oh, wait, let me do a bracket on it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, have a good time there in Milwaukee and bring us home a victory. I'll bring you a victory and some spotted cow. Oh, right. Thank you, Martin. Martin Kilcoin live from Miller Park, and I think he put it perfectly when he said to me, you're on a diet or whatever. That's kind of what it always is. Whatever. It's more whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We all want to eat healthy, but then you get the schnooks, they bring out the brats and the sub sandwiches and the chips and the Matt Carpenter Mojo salsa and it changes things. Everybody well, it's rude has not to, eat. to eat it. It is. It's rude not to it's eat rude the, not to sample the great it. food that Schnooks has uh, yes. provided for us. So on that note, it's time for the end of the day. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. You know, I'll text Martin. I need to. Uh, He's gonna need to let me know who won because we're gonna we're gonna pick the winner of the sausage race today. Chorizo. You're gonna go chorizo. Yeah. Okay. There's Cinco, which is the chorizo who wears the sombrero. There's Bretwurst, the bratwurst. There's a, the Polish sausage, Stosh Jonjak. There's Guido. 
the Italian sausage. Yes. Hey, wait a second. And Frankie Furter, which is a hot dog and wears a baseball uniform. Who you got? You got chorizo. chorizo. I like chorizo. It's a good choice for yeah. eating. Rocky, are you trying to weigh in there? I think Rocky is offended by the Guido. Oh, okay. I think for opening day. Yeah, I feel day, like we could have come up with something maybe a little bit more clever, you know, like the Frankenfurter one, like what, what we're doing here, or Frankfurter, whatever it was. Yeah, that's fair. I think because it's opening day and Milwaukee and Wisconsin are our best known for brats, I feel like they give Brett Worst the win on opening day. Okay, I'll go with the Guido. All right. Um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Mar- Martin, well, can, can, can you bet out. on that in Vegas? I hope way, so. Charlie? I hope you can. You yeah. should be able to. Can you bet long odds at like who wins this season? Of all oh. 81 games at Miller Park, <laughs> who wins now the listen, most year long? I like to gamble, and I am a bit of a degenerate. Even I wouldn't bet on that. So. Okay, just check it. Uh, Martin did mention that he can't remember many instances in recent memory where game one was in St. Louis. Oh. Three straight years, 07, 08, 09, the Cardinals did start the regular season at home at Bush Stadium. Since then, it's happened just two times. 2011, and then most recently in 2017 when they hosted the Cubs. Hmm. That's it. Interesting. All other years they've been on the road. But the reality is, like you said, Cardinals are a draw elsewhere, so that's good for them. On the flip side, you could run out triple-A team to St. Louis on opening day. Nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, like we're getting the Padres this year. Machado. If they didn't have Machado, you'd be like, well, I don't know why I want to go watch the Padres. But you don't care. It's opening day. I mean, before the Brewers were good, we got the Brewers a lot on opening day. So, I mean, they don't care who comes to St. Louis on opening day. I feel like in years past, too, we've heard Cardinals brass, whether it be Mosaic or Bill DeWitt, the third say, in a way business-wise, they prefer starting on the road. You have some bad weather, yes. you know, March and April, and then you can push all these home dates, especially if you can push them into the summer when kids are out of school. And, again, not like the Cardinals have an issue drawing compared to other teams but you would want more home dates in the summer when everybody's off school and people are on vacation and, and coming out forty-five thousand strong in one of those stretches that last stretch in 2007 and 9 you said i think uh brian there was a rain out i think oh it was yeah because yeah. wayno was supposed to start and it got rained out against the rockies and i know because i was running the network and had to come up with the rain delay programming for two hours so it's opening day. Uh, Timothy Burke used to write for Deadspin at Bubba Prague. He lives in the Tampa area. He was just recounting some, because he goes to a lot of opening days for the race. Uh, he was recounting some of his favorite memories. There's a reason behind this, or just something stupid behind this. He's saying that one of his most memorable ones was a game against the Toronto Blue Jays involving Roy Halladay, Hall of Fame elected yeah. now, not yet enshrined, but elected, Cy Young Award winner many times over was, for a period, the best right-handed pitcher in, in baseball. First, Dewan Brazelton. So Big time that, prospect. So in that yeah. spirit, because usually when we think opening day, we think guys, big time pitchers. That's when you see Randy Johnson for the first time. That's when CeCe Sabathia, when he was really good, or today Max Scherzer and DeGrom. Right. All the really great Clayton Kershaw when he was healthy. That's when you see the best. In that spirit... Here's a list of random guys who have started on opening day who you may or may not remember. Scott Erickson, the 2002 Baltimore Orioles, now, hold was on, opening though. day starter. He was damn good for a while. <laughs> He's random. He Scott Erickson, right. remember he had the all black? <laughs> he was good with uh, Minnesota for a while. He was good with Minnesota. Didn't he marry Lisa Guerrero? That I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty what? sure. Let me look that up. I'm actually. pretty sure he married. 
the, the good sport, for him. They've been did. married since 2004. Look yeah. at you. She was a very successful sports reporter. She posed for Playboy. I, that's right. I remember. She now her does now. investigative journalism. Okay. Uh, Kevin Jarvis told the slab for on opening day for the 2002 Padres. Jason Johnson Chuck for the 05 Tigers. Was he really tall? I think he was. Jason Johnson. Yeah. Except the same Johnson to pitch for the Marlins? No. Okay. Different Jason Johnson. Okay. That one, the latter one was actually a little bit better. This one was 6'6", 225. He won 56 games in his major league career. We have former Cardinal Kip Wells, who was the opening day starter in 2004 for the Padres. For them, for the Pirates, rather. Kip The Pittsburgh Pirates. And finally, in 2003, Tony Armas was the opening day starter for the Montreal Expos. That's rough right there. Let me say this, though. (laughs) Just because you're throwing (laughs) some shade. Welcome to the new season. Here's your guy. You're throwing some shade at the gentleman who finished second in the Cy Young (laughs) and 17th in the MVP (laughs) in 91. The year year that the Minnesota Twins won the World Series. I know. This guy won 20 games. He (laughs) led the league 20-8 with a 3.18 ERA. I remember he wanted everything on his uniform besides the jerseys, to be black. That's right. He had all black socks. He even taped his mitt, remember? Yes. Everything had to be black, and he kind of had that intimidating presence on the mound. Uh, apparently, Ozuna not sporting the neon sleeve. He's going with the gray sleeve. So that is the end of the day. I do want to mention, you go to cardinals.com and uh, get uh, tickets for the first weekend of the season because oh, yeah. there is a, a pullover giveaway on Sunday, the third home game of the year against the San Diego Padres, I believe it is 30,000 people, 16 and over, will get the new uh, Cardinal pullover. And also, I'm um, receiving word that uh, you can go to the Listener Rewards tab. You missed out on the post. The post is already sold out. Oh, is it so already? So there's Kingside Diner and Herbie's, a $50 gift card for just $25. And if you have any tax issues, go to stltaxlayer.com. Mark Milton works at Woodlawn and Manchester. If you have any tax issues or concerns, he used to work for the uh, Department of Justice, former attorney for them, so now working on the good guy's side. He's working on our side now. He works in Kirkwood at Woodlawn in Manchester. Visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of an, of an attorney is a very important decision and should not be based solely upon advertising. Cleaning up the uh, the final text on the text line, 855-282-8255. Good way to finish off the day. Somebody sent me a Kool-Aid man emoji and said drink up chuck no. have i been a have i been a kool-aid drinking no. cardinals fan i didn't think i was uh and then this is probably a good way to end it because hockey bob the blues have three days off they don't play till fr- they play till friday tomorrow well, Kerber tomorrow at the new york rangers they're rolling but hockey bob says are you people going to seriously talk baseball all day yes how about generating some good blues talk we love the blues it's opening day hockey bob it's opening day Spoke about the Blues in the 10 o'clock hour. We did. did we? Yes, we did. And you know what? We'll be following the Blues as they make this long playoff run in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. Thanks to everybody at Schnucks here in St. Charles on Harvester Lane. They got the great sub sandwiches, the Matt Carpenter Mojo Salsa this year. Not just mild. They also have the medium, a little more kick, a little more spice with the Mojo Matt Carpenter Salsa for 2019. The Bratwursts. They have the chips and all kinds of drinks for us as well. We love Schnucks. Each and every time we come out to a Schnucks all over the St. Louis metro area. For Jim Heuer and Brian Hoffman, Frank Cusimano earlier, and Martin Kilcoin joining us, Matt Rocchio back at the station. I'm Charlie Marlowe. Enjoy your opening day and enjoy the hard line. Coming up next.
This has been the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Got a good deal.